Boom. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Show number two for today. Do you love work? Well, you probably should since you're spending a lot of time there. And if you don't, then this episode's for you. Let's talk about a new point of view as we get started on this one. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Boss! All right, ladies and gents, you heard the saying, right? Do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. Boy, was that a lie. After talking to over 800 entrepreneurs on the show, I know that when you love something, you usually work harder than anyone else at it. The work never ends, or does it? Today, I'm joined by someone who can teach us a new way of looking at work to take our business from good to great and tell us about the future of work. So let's talk about the lie that we were told and how to love every element of our lives with a new view on work. Let's welcome to the show, Miss Maria Carpenter. I told you we were going to have some fun, Maria. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Um, and I mean, your energy is so fantastic. Do you <laughs> okay. love work? I, you know what? I love what I do. I mean, there's no other platform that I've ever been on where I get to talk to somebody about business stuff. That stuff like really like gets my engine going. I, I love talking about almost every aspect of it. And as I interviewed multiple entrepreneurs, seeing their perspective on it uh, is really enlightening to me. I, I love it. How about yourself? How do you how do you frame the, the thing you call work? Well, I just, uh, I want to just talk about your energy for a second, and then that'll explain how I, how I think of work. So you introduced me and your energy was so amazing. I can feel it all the way here in Cape Town, South Africa. And I'm like, I was like kind of falling asleep because it's 11 o'clock at night here. And then when you introduced me, I was like, wow, I'm in it. I am so excited. I'm like ready to be here because your love for work comes through. And um, right now I'm on this mission of changing the way the world sees work so that we can all be like you. Because wouldn't it be really cool if you could, everything that you ate, everything that you consumed, that you read, heard, um, everything that's given to you and everything that you produce was made with love. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, it's funny you talk about that because like uh, a lot of the social platforms, uh, TikTok, for example, one of the reasons why it's blown up is because the algorithm is based on interest, things that we find interesting ourselves. Um, and I explain to my students all the time, the, the thing that your phone recognizes the most is your face. So anytime you make any little micro expression or you spend some time on stuff, it recognizes that. But I don't think we as individuals always recognize the things that we love and yes. how to go about using that information that comes in. So you talk about reframing it. What do you mean? Okay. So this lie that we've been fed, um, so it's very strong in South Africa. Um, this, even though you hate work, it's a slug, it's a drag. You've got to do it because that's how you survive. You have to earn money and you just got to push through and you've got to do it. And 
so you'll you'll get groups of people at work who get together drinking coffee and having lunch and just complaining nonstop mm. about their miserable day and their miserable boss and the mis- and then they finish work and they go home and then they come back and do the same thing. It's like almost insanity, right? Oh yeah. Um, and and yet we think it's okay. We think it's okay to live a life like that. Um, and I've had like many a few decades of work experience uh, behind me and I've been through the full spectrum work that I've absolutely loved work that I've absolutely hated I've had um, bosses that pushed me to breaking point Uh, I even had a manager who was addicted to porn it's like you know I've had the full spectrum and um, I really love working I love being of value I love being of service but I didn't know that so to your point earlier I couldn't articulate that I just thought Everybody works, so I must work, just like everybody went to university, so I went to university, and that's just what you do. Um, but I love engaging and serving, and it's taken me a while to get to that understanding, and how you do that is you get to know yourself. So it took me, a, it took like a midlife, well, it's a crisis, we had tragedy in the family, and at the, those points of reflection um, where you've got to make a decision, how do I get myself out of this, or don't I get myself out of this, you, you know, is this it? And in those hard times, you get to face yourself. It's, oh, they're always gifts in the end. And, and you get to really face yourself and go, is this the life I want? Is this the life I choose? And who am I? <laughs> like, who am I to me? What are my real thoughts? And it's been a long time coming, this mission and this thinking around changing our point of view for work. But I felt it so strongly with people who I would speak to, having gone through this transformation myself and just realizing how much I love work and I love people and um leading teams and leading humans and then now seeing this contrast of people in misery and I thought no I want to do something about this I want to share my love and enthusiasm for work and tell people this could be you not because I'm special but just because we are supposed to be happy we're supposed to be excited I want to I want to go back a little bit to where you're talking about how you had to discover who you are as an individual because I think that is that self awareness piece always sounds so easy and you and and I feel like in every almost every decade of life you're a little bit of a different person with a little bit of different uh, goals and aspirations mm-hmm. uh, I mean I know I spent my twenties having some fun I got married in my mid twenties my kids started to come around I spent most of my thirties with my young kids and now as I I just hit 40. I know I personally went through my own, uh, Mm. I I don't, maybe you can even call it depression or kind Mm. of like midlife crisis, trying to figure out like, who am I? And I've done great things in my life. And yet I found myself sometimes thinking like, was this worth it? Like, did I do the right thing? And Mm. almost like at 40, it's over, but realizing also at the same time, it's just beginning, baby. Like this is just Mm. the, Mm. I'm just gotten to a prime point in my life. So part of it was was dealing with reflecting on what I could have done. And the other part of it is, well, what do I want to do going forward? When you kind of mm-hmm. went through your uh, issues that you kind of had to work through to find yourself, what are some of the things that you discovered and how did you discover them? So um, I discovered a lot of things um, because depression is it's hard. It's um you know, the things that I would do before in that, in that childlike state in the 20s, in your 20s, it's just so much easier to find joy. And you like call up a buddy, you go and meet for drinks, and then everything that was worrying you before the drink somehow disappears and everything mm-hmm. is fine again. And then those tactics at some stage stop working. Like you can't really pinpoint exactly when they stop working, but you know that they stop working. And you can't shake this feeling of, is this it? I don't want to get out of bed. 
I don't know what's wrong with me, but I don't like this feeling and I don't know how to stop it. And okay, so in that state, um, the, the strategy that I kind of fell into was uh, immersed myself in the work of great teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, and it was, it was very, it, it was just beautiful, nurturing, supportive. Um, so the works of uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Abraham Hicks, um, Gabo Matty. Uh, so it's all of these human beings um, who are able to change perspective with words actually. Um, and, and so being an analytical thinker, I loved it. I like mm. just you couldn't get enough. I was like, give me, give me, give me all this information. And then I started creating patterns in my mind and then reflecting back on my life and seeing where the patterns were picking, where they were from my life. Okay. So now I can identify the patterns. Do you think I changed? No. No. That, <laughs> no. I, I have, I felt the same way. Like, I mean, I'm an avid audio reader of books right Ooh. and uh, i love listening to like motivational speeches especially when i'm like running it's got that music yeah, in the yeah. background and it, it kind of gets that the juices flowing gets me pumped up but at the end of the day it's actions that i have to take for me to change those books might give me thought confidence but not necessarily life confidence right in that moment yeah. you're like yes that totally makes sense everything aligns but at some point you need to actually do those things, whatever yeah. it is that you want to do before you can even start to build the actual confidence that makes a difference. Yeah. But when you get to the point where you're going to make that choice, right, where you're where you're where you're confronted with that thing that's that you said you were going to do. A lot of times we stay in that spiral depression because we don't actually take that step. We see it. Yeah. We know we're supposed to do it. And for whatever reason, we hold back. So what what made you take that step and take the action necessary once you started learning what you knew you had to do? Well, I realized that um, telling myself to be happy wasn't uh, wasn't a great plan. Um, and I also realized how often I'd done that in my past because I'm quite an optimistic person. So I'd be with sad people and be like, just pull yourself out of it. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. How hard can it be? We just, yeah. And then um, words don't fix things, um, but your vibration does. So I did a lot of work on changing who I am inside. And, um, and it was all this work that I was, it was inner work, but literally inner work. So um, understanding how a thought is the trigger for an emotion and you can't change your reality if you're stuck in a really poor emotion. And I had to learn one of my hardest, hardest techniques is the cold. I literally can't stand being cold. I hate being cold. <laughs> Vim half breath work, cool, cool, cool. Getting into a cold shower. scared of that ice bath and i have to do it because that's what gets me out of it so for if for people who are suffering from depression um a change in temperature that dramatic always helps always 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 um and now when i'm dealing with clients i actually use it and unfortunately if i'm teaching it i do it myself (laughs) but um so we, we it's it's cold showers um we have freezing water in cape town so we'll meet and go for a swim in the in the ocean but um, there, there is something there that can change your states of depression and get you out of it. But you have to change who you are in order to implement those um, habits. And, and that I found, and f- for those habits to have longevity. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And let me ask you this, because um, me personally, I kept asking myself, like, what do I want? What's going to make me happy? What's going to, like, I was chasing this idea of happiness. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm a type of person who kind of seeks 
progress. I know I can always get better at something, right? No matter, I, I could win at something, I could be successful at something. And while other people are like saying, yeah, good job. I'm always thinking like, well, I probably could have done it a little better. Or how can mm. I make this, how can I improve from there? And so me trying to seek happiness I felt like it was a never ending spiral. There was nothing that made me happy because there's no mm. end journey. There's no like destination where I'm like, yay, this is happiness. It's a continuous progress. I had to stop yeah. personally trying to find out what made me happy and instead focus on like, what is it like? What are some habits that I need to do every single day? What are my minimum standards that I need to set for myself? Because if I can achieve these daily, I feel like I've accomplished something. I feel Ooh. like I'm moving in a, in that forward direction. Even if it's a small amount in that forward direction, the progress is me in my happy state. So it was a little, it was a little weird for me to kind of figure that out. Now I keep two journals. I journal at the end of the day, kind of writing what I accomplished, what the day was like, just anything that comes to mind where, you know, what my kids did, how I interacted with my wife, what my students did, you know, all that stuff. But I have a second journal where I write down, these are the things I need to get done today. These are my ongoing lists that I want to work on. And what's my one thing that I want to accomplish every day? And as I'm checking those things off, I found that my day has been like, I feel a lot more confident. I walk mm. into rooms and I, I, I'm, I'm like on cloud nine. I feel accomplished. I may not have made the dollar amount that I wanted to achieve. I may not have you know, made some grand gesture or grand uh, accomplishment, but everything I set out to do for the day, I did it. I told mm -hmm. myself that this is what I wanted to do and it got done. And it's a little bit different, I guess, than trying to seek that happiness. What do you think about that? I think that's fantastic. I think what you've done is you have found a way of giving yourself structure, just enough structure for you to feel safe and secure in your day so that the rest, the creative part of your day, um, the coincidences, things that just happen and flow can happen without you worrying about you making a poor decision about, I'm going to just watch TV all day, you know, mm. and, and then the day passes and then nothing's happened. So um, at work and work environments, uh, it's very important to have the structure that's right for you so that your day can flow. So, so what this means is it's like, think about it as when you sit on a chair, you know, when you sit on a chair, you know, it's going to hold you up mm -hmm. most of the time. So you can Hopefully. sit with confidence and you're like, yes, this chair's got me. Hardly ever do you have this thought, this chair's not going to get me. I'm going I'm to see my ass. This is going to be so badly. You hardly ever think about that when you're sitting on a chair. You just know it's got you. So your mind doesn't have to spend time and energy focused on that. Mm. It can focus on other things, the things that... When you're sitting on the chair, what are you thinking about? You know, so it's that kind of so so that safety and security of the chair, and that you can just trust it and know it's going to take care of you. That's what structure and routine does for us. And you found the right structure and routine for yourself, so that you can have really great days. Okay, so you've got a checklist. If I do this, this, and this, I've had a good. Then I can do anything else. Yes. As long as it doesn't become, it's so it's you can never break it, and you're inflexible. Because well, then you get controlled by the need to have that structure routine. Okay, so let me ask you about that specifically because uh, my wife told me the other day because look, I, I'm I'm very regimented. I love my routines. I, like I was telling you, it helps me feel like I've accomplished stuff. I get up at 4:20 in the morning. I have my workout, and it's a pretty intense workout. You know, mm -hmm. I have all those things that I want to do on my checklist. I get it done. But for her, it's like there's no spontaneity there, right? Mm -hmm. There's no like you're not. 
where is your fun? And and it's it's very difficult. I was I've been reading this book by uh Tim Grover, he's the guy who trained Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, and, you know, all these big named athletes. Uh, and he talks about the cleaner mentality. And it's weird because I had never heard it before. And as I'm listening to his book, he's describing these qualities. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's how I am. And I realized that that's my personality type. And when I'm around people who are not my personality type, they think I'm insane. They think I'm crazy. Like, where do you have fun? What I'm doing is the fun. Mm -hmm, like the mm -hmm. progress and checking those things off is my enjoyable thing. Uh, my brother gets on my case because he loves to travel. I don't really like to travel, right? But yeah. I would love to go to the movies and that's the way I escape. That's, yeah. you know, how I find fun is different than what other people find fun or, or mm. how they consume their extra time is different from the way I consume my extra time. And so being faced with that judgment, that's that outside perspective or opinion of what makes me happy really gives me that second thought when you're in a work environment. You know, you have your structure, you have your goals that you're going to go, but sometimes you'll have your peers, your coworkers, or even a manager implementing or trying to implement their way of doing things onto you. And I think that's mm -hmm. really what can add some of that stress. How do you mm -hmm. feel about that? I think that um, what is the... <sighs> What is your, okay, I'm sorry, but you, you are talking about yourself. So I hope you don't feel like I'm picking on you. So you must just tell no, me. No, absolutely. You don't know. Go, for it. Go for it. Pick but, on me. That's um, what I'm here for. Okay, 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 great. Um, what is your motivation for the routine and structure? So you oh. have explained a bit about it. But if the need to complete and accomplish something every day is born out of the need to, you're seeking validation. I need to succeed because somehow that's linked to, for myself, um, a lifetime commitment to um, wanting validation from external parties. Committed. I have been committed seeking this. Um, and, and so what that would mean is that my actions um, wouldn't always be based on that looks like so much fun. I'm going to love it. Mm -hmm. This is the right thing for me. Oh, my goodness. It just makes me so I'm so happy just thinking about doing that stuff. No, it's like maybe if I do that. I'll be seen. Maybe if I do that, I'll get more money. You know, maybe if I do that, I'll get a promotion because I've been seen and therefore I'll get more money. Maybe if I do that, my dad will finally see me. So mm. I'm trying to explain the, the patterns that come up in everything that we do. So work meaning, when I say that work is love and um, we should all be happy in work. When you were telling the story about your brother and, and people saying, oh, you don't like to travel. You're like, no, I like going to movies. A lot of people, when they, when they are faced with people who love their work, um, not necessarily your family, but a lot of people um, have this feeling come up with inside them, this resistance of like, I hate my job. I can't imagine loving work like this. this there's something wrong with this person, not because I'm normal. Um, and, and is that normal? Firstly, can we just stop having judgment for any of us? Like, yeah. go to the movies. It makes you happy. Just be happy. Can't we all just... Find out who you are and do the stuff that makes you happy. That would be like amazing if the world could just all decide from tomorrow. Great, everybody, let's do that. Um, but secondly, so moving on from the judgments and just moving into this understanding that, yes, we're all different. Okay, cool. When you are not enjoying work and you're not happy, I invite everybody to take a checkpoint with that unhappiness and say, why? Why am I unhappy? Is it the content of my work? Is it the people that I work with? Is it... 
Is it the fact that I have to work? I wish I was a trust fund baby because I've mm. been through those emotions too. Um, and, and find out if it's the work that you're doing, don't do it. And it's not something I'm saying like flippantly, like everybody needs work. We do need to survive. We need money to survive. That's the world that we are living in right now. Okay, I get it. But don't stay there. You, you can make a choice. You can change it. So you can decide, okay, because I've got this information in my head, I've got this point of view, work is supposed to be fun. I'm supposed to love it. If I don't, that means I should change it. Let me start exploring who I actually am to find out what I really love doing and to see how I can monetize that. You follow well, the flow? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you this because I'm going to admit, I'm pride has been one of my, uh, it's, it's my greatest sin, right? My dad actually yeah. noticed it early on. He always told me when I was younger that, Pride is the thing that's going to get me places. It's also going to be the thing that holds me back, right? So mm. seeking that validation uh, is that. definitely something that I know I've tried to be. I try to always be better. Um, and I know that I've, I've sought that validation in the past. But for the most part, I always like to be better because I know I can be, right? Like, mm. because I know I can improve. That's really, you know, I, I have sat down and, and tried to look at myself introspectively. And when when asked, like, why do you do it? Like, why do you work out so intensely? Honestly, because I want to look good when I get out of the shower. I want to look in the mirror and be like, yes, like I'm, I'm improving or, or other ways, right? Like you want to look good while you're having sex. Like this is the actual factual truth. Why, mm -hmm. why I work out now, if it gives me longevity in life and you know, it makes me feel you can have more energy. Those are all bonuses, but that's not really the incentive that got me there. If I'm being honest with myself, mm. right. If I'm being honest with myself, it's because I know I can improve. And it is maybe a little bit of vanity there. Uh, we started the podcast almost for the same reason. How do I get in front of more people? How do I start mm -hmm. to build an audience so I can grow my business, right? And, it, and, and why do I post every day? Part of it is vanity. And if you can't, mm -hmm. I feel like if you can't admit that to yourself, how are you going to progress? Like even the ugly stuff, even the dark mm -hmm. side of who we are, we have to admit to ourselves. Now, controlling that dark side, right? Making sure that, the uh, the dark side isn't the thing that takes over in your day to day that you have control over it. But once you harness it, that could also push you to a to a nice level as well. Right. Not everything is going to be rainbows and, and, and candy all the time. Mm -hmm. We would love to have that. But there are dark sides in us that I think push us through some of those things, especially when we fear certain things Like you just got to mm. pull it out from you and just be like, look, this is the ugly part, but you're going to push through this because you want to. So my my the reason why I'm going there is because there's a there's another side of work that people kind of push, which is work isn't always fun. But the work that you do can give you the money, the resources, the time so that you can do what you want mm -hmm. to do. So, yeah. you know, I feel like that's people kind of harnessing that dark side and putting in those hours that they need to pushing through that grind so that they can live a lifestyle or have the time that they want to have. What do you say to people that kind of like, yeah, I hate my job, but it allows me to do X, Y and Z? I don't buy it. <laughs> it's total BS um, because you spend your whole life waiting. Mm. I'm waiting for the weekend. I'm waiting for the holiday. I've been there. I've done that. And you know what it looks like? It looks like regret. I, I agree with that. And, and it's, it's, um, it's not okay. It's not okay that we have been, the whole world has been led to believe that it's not just okay, but it's actually, it's a virtue. 
Mm. I work so damn hard. I have no time to see my family, but we live in a beautiful house. I have this amazing car and so does my partner and kids go to private schools. We don't really see them, but still they're at private schools and we go on and once a year, we go overseas, we do this incredible holiday and it's just so much fun. We get these photos on Facebook. It's incredible. <laughs> I use Facebook like a bit on the, on the old side. Okay. Instagram and, um, and it's like, okay. And I used to think that was amazing. I thought, mm. wow, that's great. Look at how, and, and my vanity got me to that point to this feeling of, look at me. I, I did it. I arrived. I made it. And, and then what happens? One day you wake up and you're thinking, but those opportunities are all gone. They're lost forever. That's so and, true. And, and mix it up with somebody dying in your family. And now he's gone. And there is mm. no, we're going to get together in that holiday and then we'll make up for all this last time. And when he um, sells his company, then, and then I will also be in a position to, and then, yes. you know, like then, then we can, I had this dream and, and we had a, we had a horrible, um, tragic, I mentioned um, tragedy earlier where somebody did pass away in my family. And in my mind, I thought I had time. Mm. I thought we were going to get to a stage in our lives. Um, we were going to go on a skiing holiday with the whole family. It was going to be so incredible. And I was just fantasizing about this incredible holiday. And then he was gone. I was like, but yes. that wasn't my, that wasn't my dream. And, and that's what, when you're pushing through, and yes, absolutely, when you're at the gym and you're thinking, this is so hard, I don't want to do it. If I'm in a yoga pose, and I'm like, has it been 60 seconds? And, like, <laughs> and you're like, Zen, this is amazing. Okay, okay, yes. But that's because there's another side to it. You know, it's like I'm getting strong because life is an adventure. So when pain is associated with adventure, yes, I get it. But living your life in misery, and what happens when you hate your job is you end up hating yourself because you cannot be your true self in that mm. environment. Um, I worked for a management consulting company and it pushed us so incredibly hard. Our hours were unbelievably long and we had like a bit of a community at work because we were all in this pain together, but we were all sick. We were like physically mm. sick and we were young in our twenties and, and we would work sick. It was, it was wild. No, and you know, I'm glad you said that because I've I've made posts about that where you know you you look forward to Fridays, you hate Mondays, and and the mm. weekends just they go too quickly. You can't stand it. You wait for the summer vacations, and they yeah. they go by so quickly. It's not the lifestyle you want to live. So you want to create a life where you're living by design and not by default, yeah. right? And that's I think yeah. that's what you're really talking about here. Mm. Um, uh, I hear people like Gary Vee say things like, you know, it's not a success isn't defined by how many dollars you make it's when whether or not you wake up every day and you love what it is that you do you know if you if and and re kind of classifying how we as a generation or we as a people define success mm. because you're right we are living in that instagram world where we're trying to put the perfect picture of success but not necessarily living that life we're hating every moment and then we pause and smile for the camera and then we go back to hating every moment that we're there kids are screaming everybody's fighting in the family and you're like just smile yes yes quickly <laughs> right but you know and the other thing is you're right when we lose somebody um i have this saying that you know you're here for a while and then you turn into a picture 
And that's like one of those things that I tell myself all the time, because when you're talking about not having time, you know, we lost family members, too. And that's one of the things when I was attending the memorial services this year, I kept thinking that, look, they were here and now they're a picture. And that's all they have. When my brother died, same thing. He was here and now he's a picture. Like that's that's all we have is these still moments, maybe some video clips here and there. But what did we do during that time? Because when we, you know, when sometimes you get the opportunity to think back and reflect, did I do what I wanted to do? Um, In my opinion, at the end of your life, you will always have regrets. I don't think there's ever somebody who doesn't sit on their deathbed and say, I wish I could have, should have, would have done this. There's always more that we want to do and could do. But did you do something? Is there things in your life that you're happy for? And did you spend the most of that time trying to do that thing that made you happy. And if you did, that's a winning life. If you if you were spend most of your days with a smile on your face and you're happy doing what you're doing, that's a win. Life isn't mm. easy by no means. Even if you're doing what you love to do, you're still going to have those struggles and pains, but you're doing what you love to do. And that mm-hmm. I think is what you're getting across here. That's the key to to having that workplace yeah. miracle to enjoy your every single day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right? Yeah, that is exactly right. And, um, and it's, um, do you know Alan Watts? Alan Watts, he's got an amazing clip um, on YouTube and he explains that, sp- that exact analogy um, around, he's like, just do what you love doing. Even if you make no money, at least you love every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're going to make some money, but you might not be filthy rich, but you love every single day rather than just loving 10 days of holiday a year. Mm. Like it's, we're, oh, wow, it's incredible. Yeah, we're the only species on the planet that pays to be here. Everybody else just kind of is doing their thing and surviving. So, yeah. you know, enjoy the life you have. We're all, we, we, there's so many things that you can do. If you're an outside person, do the outside person. If you're a digital person, do the digital person. But be you and have fun doing it. Maria, before we head out, if people want to reach out to you, talk more about how they can make their workplace a place they love to go to. Um, how can they get a hold of you? Um, I'd love them to join uh, the Facebook group, The Workplace Miracle. Um, and otherwise, you can email me or I'm just seeing what's going across that. Yep. Thank you very much. Um, so there's the Facebook group. Um, that's my personal um, profile. So you can um, friend me and we can have a chat. And I love chatting to people and hearing about their work experiences um, and what they're up to. Perfect. All right, ladies and gents. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Do you love doing what you're doing? Are you waking up every day excited to take on the day? Or do you dread that alarm because you just want to hit the snooze button and stay exactly where you are? It's up to you. This is your life. Nobody else can tell you how to enjoy it but you. I got 17-year-old students, and I'm sure their parents don't like it when I tell them, but they got to choose their lifestyle. It's not their parents. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, Maria, I heard this thing. I don't know where I heard it, but they talked about how if you decide to do the things that your parents tell you to do, which is go to college, maybe become a doctor or a lawyer. It's not what you want to do, but you know your parents want you to do it. You go, you complete it, and you're doing this job, and you hate it every single day. You're going to start to build some resentment, not just for your job, but for the people mm. who put you in that position. Don't do that to yourself. If you go the path that you want to go on, they may be, may be disappointed at first, but as you become happier, they're going to be happy for you. So it's up to you to take on the life that you want. It's yours. Take advantage of it. Maria, thank you very much for being on the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, uh, I'm going to pop it up here on the screen. You guys can follow Maria on Facebook. It's just her name, at Maria. How do I say your last name? 
It's Perulis Carpenter. My maiden surname is Perulis. Perillus Carpenter. There you go. Scrolling yeah. across the bottom. Uh, you can also find her at theworkplacemiracle.com, theworkplacemiracle.com. Make sure you guys stop by and check her out. Maria, thanks a lot for coming on the show. What a great conversation to have. It's one Thank of my favorite you. ones in mindset. It's been so divine. <laughs> I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you came on. I mean, I know it's 11 o'clock over there, but hopefully I, I did you some justice at the end of the show. Totally had, a good time. had an amazing time. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Perfect. Now you get to go to bed <laughs> and have a smile on your face. Right? <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, oh, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Okay, cool. and we're out. It's over. Bye. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast, but not just any podcast, podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.